welcome back to our podcast. I'm Maria. Again, I'm the media director for The Standard. And I'm Ismina again, and I'm a staff writer. And today we're going to be talking about the celebration of Eid as it is coming up. So the first thing I wanted to say is this year I'm going to be celebrating Eid unapologetically, and I'm not going to be apologizing for um, taking up space and taking the accommodations I need while celebrating a celebration that I have every right to celebrate. Um, So in the past, I've been at ASL for 14, 12 years now, um, since K1. And I have always felt embarrassed to celebrate Eid. I've been embarrassed to not celebrate Christmas. And I've been always been put in a position where people don't know what Eid is, people don't care what it is. But this year, I'm making sure that I'm going to, like, I don't care if you I don't care if you don't care because I care and I'm going to take up the space that I need to celebrate my celebrate my religion and celebrate my holiday yeah 100% and I think that for anyone watching um, what the celebration is specifically after Ramadan um, is that it's just it means festival and feast in Arabic Um, and there are two major ones um, Eid al-Fit which is now and then there's one later um, and this comes after Ramadan and I would just like to add to your point Maria about Christmas and that I think that's such a big part of it because I've always been asked oh what are you doing for Christmas what did you get for Christmas how are you celebrating Christmas with your family all those other things directly implying that every single person celebrates Christmas and obviously I mean I'm Muslim, I don't celebrate Christmas. So I think that it has actually been quite difficult for me to sort of express that this is, I don't celebrate all these Western holidays. I actually celebrate all these Muslim religious holidays and sort of expressing that to the people around me has been quite difficult just because of lack of education around it in itself because no one knows what it is. Um, And which is why I think that education about every religious holiday, especially if people in the community do tend to celebrate that, Um, I think that's incredibly important. Mm -hmm. And so although Yasmina and I do call the school to teach um, about Eid um, and religious holidays, not just for Muslims, but for other religions religions too, um, and even other holidays that don't have religious affiliations, such as Kwanzaa. um, And the reason I think this is so important is because if, if the school doesn't teach these, then the responsibility for teaching the teaching about these holidays lies upon the people that celebrate them. And that is too much of a burden for us to carry. I'm only 15 years old and I'm constantly being asked, oh, what is Eid? What does, what, why do you do that? Is that, the, is that the Muslim version of Christmas? And that's not my responsibility to teach you, but sadly that responsibility does lie on me and other Muslim people that celebrate Eid. Yeah, and I totally agree. And when trying to celebrate diversity in schools such as ASL, when that's a slogan that a lot of people follow, when and then Muslims are so underrepresented, and and even all these other religions, you know, I do think that it is somewhat their duty to sort of educate their community about what's going on and what's relevant. Um, but I do acknowledge that some attempt has been made, for example, um, less homework assigned and no assessments. But it's just for me, the fact that we had to fight for our religion, fight for religious rights, and it hasn't been seen until recently, um, that, that's an issue in itself. Um, but at least change has been, start, has been 
starting to happen. Um, yeah. And to add on to Yasmina's point, we do acknowledge that the school has given us the accommodations that we need. Um, and I'm yeah. really grateful and privileged to have these accommodations. Um, but at the same time, we do know that somebody who was practicing Eid um, and Ramadan did have to go to the admin to ask for these accommodations, which again, I'm glad the school acknowledged that we need these accommodations, but at the same time, the, the um, responsibility still lied on a, on somebody who is from, somebody who's Muslim, um, which is not right. And in a perfect world, we should have already just been given these accommodations already and we shouldn't have had to ask for them. They should have been given to us from the get-go. Exactly. And I think that even for us, I know that we're not going to go to school tomorrow and on the, the day in itself and the fact that I've really been hesitant about that and I've, I've been so worried and, and anxious about missing work and missing school and having to go and follow up with my teachers and having this sort of burden of, of, of celebrating my religion and celebrating my holiday. I also think that that's something that we shouldn't even have to go through in the first place. I mean, for obviously and I, and I also understand that you know in Christian holidays that's the majority of our community you know what I mean and we are a minority um, but I do think that more attention should be brought to it uh, and at least more recognition because then that makes us feel better about about celebrating it and we shouldn't even feel even a sense of guilt or shame and I think that's what's happened in the past um, and just the fact that we've had to fight for it because I know that I think two years ago I had to go to school on Eid because it wasn't even spoken about it wasn't even addressed maybe a maybe a oh Eid Mubarak from one of my teachers and that was it so I think that the fact that people have, and especially the admin and teachers have been starting to recognize it um, as a holiday that a lot of our students do celebrate is a step in the right direction. A hundred percent. I wanted to talk about a specific anecdote that I have. Um, and this happened literally just yesterday. Um, and I was talking about how um, our one of our essays isn't due until a little bit later on um, because due to Eve and the accommodations that we are getting. And um, somebody was like, what's Eve? And I just think that the problem with that is that there are, there's information on Topo on the bulletin board. So you, you can go learn there. You have an iPhone in your hand. If you don't know what it is, you can Google it. And it is not my responsibility to, to tell uh, like to tell somebody what Eve is because there are so many resources for somebody to find out. And so I told the, I told the person that, no, I'm like, why don't you know what this is? You're getting accommodations. Like you should, we've, we've talked about Eve. So if you don't know what it is, you just need to figure it out yourself. Um, and I was called out for yelling at her and screaming at her and making, embarrassing her, which was not my intent. And I didn't scream at her, but she almost put me in like, she almost made me out to be like the bad person because I didn't feel like explaining my religion to somebody who could have easily figured it out themselves. Yeah, and I think that what comes from that is also like acknowledging the fact that we do live in a Western community and the Muslim religion isn't the one that they're most familiar with and that's totally normal. But then it comes, and the, but the feelings that rise from being asked these questions is that we feel like we're not understood. Um, 
and that we're not represented. So I think that that's sort of the, the, the feel, and even though that's not the intent from these sort of questions, that's what, that's what comes with it. And that's why we sort of try to spread this information and spread awareness about our religion and the self because we don't feel like our community understands us. So in asking these questions to us, it seems as though they don't even educate themselves about the people around them and it comes off as quite ignorant, uh, which is why these feelings do I think also um, asking questions about somebody's personal affiliation with a certain holiday and religion is completely fine um, as long as you're being polite. Um, so if somebody asked me what I'm doing to celebrate Eid or if I celebrate it, why I celebrate it, um, what it means to me. These are all questions that are personal and make me the center of attention, even though that sounds a little bit like, <laughs> sounds a little bit narcissistic, but um, it's asking about me um, because I'm not a database. I'm not like your bio, like, you know what I mean? I can't, it's not my job to, like, it's, it's not my job to be Google for you. There are questions, general information that you can get from anywhere. You can get them from the internet. You can get them from um, another teacher, but you can ask me questions how about how I personally affiliate with my religion, um, but not just asking questions that are just so easily, easily like easy to get. Yeah, and I think for me, I I do. I do agree on some extent and it's also like I would love to educate the people around me about my religion but it's just I think that I, I I do agree that like there's such easy questions that could answer so when I'm asked these questions I sort of feel like they know nothing about me they know nothing about my religion they know nothing about what I celebrate so it sort of comes off as a bit it's a bit uncomfortable because when you realize that your community your close friends and just don't even don't understand you. I think that's how I feel when I'm asked these questions, opposed to when I'm asked questions such as, like you said, these personal questions that show interest in how I celebrate it, how and about the culture in itself. Um, so I 100% agree with you on that. Um, also, partly, yeah, I was gonna say partly it isn't that no one is to blame for not 100% knowing these, but then again, it is your duty to educate yourself about what's happening. Um, and yeah, that's what I have to say. And this well. Yeah, I wanted to add that, like what Yasmina said, just echoing her, that it's not your fault if you don't know what a certain holiday is or a certain like practices, but it is your fault if you decide to stay ignorant when you have, yeah. when you are, you, you are being educated. Um, but the only time that you want to actually listen is when it's, it's, it's beneficial to you or when like you need to know about something um when it's inappropriate for you to not know something so then you just ask the nearest person that celebrates um the holiday um so if you don't know about something and you're genuinely interested i definitely urge you to educate yourself and there's many resources um but i just think the problem that we have is when people are only asking us when it's like when they want to know and they want to know right then and there um yeah. and they're using us as our as our only source making us speak for our whole religion when um we really shouldn't yeah and i agree and i think that i've noticed so much more attention brought to it only because of the whole no homework 
Um, and that's the only time that I've ever heard anyone address it. And that's when it's only in their favor. It's only when only addressing this holiday when it's in my classmates favor because specific work is in assigned. And I think that, you know, it is not our duty to educate our classmates and friends about our religion. And we obviously as Muslims as well, like would love to have people know and, and educate them and, and spread knowledge, but not in the way that were sort of being used. I think, I don't know if that's how you feel, but that's kind of how I feel. And it just does not make me feel heard. Um, and sort of like, if someone is being quite ignorant or is not being informed, but then only going to what they know or who they know, like their close friends or someone just in their class who they, oh, maybe she's Muslim, she'll know the question. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I also just want to talk a little bit about cultural appropriation, and I wanted to preface this part just by saying um, that I know not all, um, not Muslims aren't the only people that wear mandi or henna, um, but at the same time, when I see um, white people um, or non-Muslim people um, wearing mandi, um, and then they're the same people that ask me oh, what is Eid? Is that just your version of Christmas? Mm -hmm. That seems like extremely inappropriate to me because you're picking and choosing what you want from my culture. Um, and yeah. you're only trying to learn about my culture, learning quotations, um, when it seems beneficial to you. And it seems um, like you, it's like, it's in your own personal interest. Um, and so I think that, especially when you're going to take parts of my, my culture, um make sure that it's appreciation and not appropriation and make sure that you know exactly what you're doing make sure you know the history of what you're doing um and if you aren't sure then don't do it um and that's something that i feel especially like deeply with mendy because when i was younger um people would like white people non-muslim people would wear mendy and they wouldn't even know that it was called mendy in some cultures in some languages they wouldn't know where it came from. They wouldn't even know what it was, or they would make fun of me for wearing it. And they would say, it looks like I have like poop on my hands. Um, and that is really another problem that lies in like um, Islamophobia. Yeah, I think that like our culture is not your aesthetic. And then of course there's a difference between appropriating culture and celebrating culture. Um, so I think that when non-Muslim people are curious and, and, you know, sort of want to engage in the activities that we do engage in, um, then that's totally normal. But then sort of being uninformed and just seeing something that you might like and not educating yourself about the religion itself, you know, what, what is Mindy, what is Henna, et cetera, but just doing it for your own benefit, I think that sort of spurs from it as well. Like the selfishness of uneducation, it's very easy to see something and just be like, oh, well, that's cool. I'm going to do that. Or see Eden and be like, oh, I don't know what that is, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't affect me. I don't celebrate it. But when you realize that, you know, there's people around you who are engaging in this sort of culture, there's people in your community that are also engaging in this culture as well. I think that that also kind of relates back to school, not about appropriating culture, but just about education. I think that it's very key because we have not been addressed and we've sort of been ignored for such a long time. So I think that it's so important to sort of acknowledge um, our culture, acknowledge our religion, um, 
Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to our third episode of our podcast. We really hope you enjoy. Um, Bye. Thank you.